0: Hey girl, welcome to day three of the detox series. Today we are detoxing your pantry. So we're gonna bring light to the hidden sugars and inflammatory fats that are hiding in our pantry and the processed foods so that we can lose weight, get rid of your brain fog, and just feel better overall. So. Get ready, get a pen, paper, or just walk into your pantry and let's check it out. Hey mama, welcome to Functional Medicine and Faith. I'm Jennifer Koble and I'm a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, wife, Uber driver, lunchroom lady, cleaning lady, dog walker, and much more. And I have a twang because I'm from Georgia. If you're here, it's probably because you're looking for a different way to treat your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Here on the show, we talk about all things functional medicine, faith, and everything in between. So if you're ready to go against the grain and reach your optimal health, raise your hand and say present and accountable, because it's about to go down. Okay, so I have patients and clients telling me all the time. They don't eat gluten, they don't eat sugar, they don't eat any kind of processed foods. And in their defense, they are not lying. They're not lying. Or at least they don't know what they're eating. They don't know what's in their food. They don't know where the sugars are, or what the sugars are, or how they're labeled, or where the bad fats are, or any of the negative I shouldn't say negative, any of the things that could cause the problems that they're having. So things like condiments, like I could tear up a ball of ketchup when I was a child, but do you know how much sugar is in ketchup? Oh my gosh. Mayonnaise. Y'all, y'all know I'm from the South. We'll be eating some mayonnaise on some white bread with tomatoes and bacon and lettuce. And the lettuce is and tomato make it healthy just fyi but anyway sugar and mayonnaise now miracle whip i love the miracle whip the miracle whip's got the sugar too but anyway we all know what we're supposed to eat we know we're supposed to eat fruits and vegetables and lean meats and all of the things um but sometimes we just kind of get off track i get off track y'all I'm telling you, them chips will creep up in my pantry real quick like, and I have to kind of check myself. So today, I'm going to be along with you. We're going to be detoxing our pantry, finding out where these sugars, where these bad inflammatory fats are, and um, got a little extra something. So stay till the end. So detox your pantry. Let's start with sugar. We all know sugar is not good for us. It's not good for us. It's okay in moderation, but it's not good for us. Um, And like we talked about on the first day of the detox series, food manufacturers have created a bliss point, a quote unquote bliss point for us so that we literally cannot stop at one. There's nothing wrong with you, friend. There is nothing wrong with you. It's just that there are people out there that are super, super smart. They can put chemicals together that don't make any sense to us, but they hijack our brain. So let's talk about some of the names of sugar. Sugars have what I call nicknames. Like I have nicknames like Jen, 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 Jenny. Sometimes they call me Gina because that's my mama's name. But anyway, sugar has nicknames. People like to make it sound healthy by saying organic cane juice, agave, honey, maple syrup. I mean, it's got to be good, right? It comes straight up out of a tree. Molasses, fruit juice concentrate, barley malt. See if you can find barley malt. Dextrose, fructose, galactose, glucose, lactose, maltose, sucrose, any oats. It's probably sugar. Now, why do we even care about sugar? Y'all, can I just tell y'all how much sugar we eat in the United States? We consume, the average American consumes 152 pounds of sugar in a year. That equals about three pounds a week or 13 teaspoons of sugar a day. Now, why, why do you want to avoid sugar? I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I got the world's worst sweet tooth. But why do you want to avoid it? Well, it contributes to high blood pressure, inflammation in the body. And if y'all know anything about inflammation, inflammation can cause pain. So what happens when you break your ankle or sprain your ankle and it turns red and swells, the blood is rushing to that area to try to um, heal it. And that's called inflammation. It leads to weight gain because it's Empty calories. We eat 13 t- teaspoons of sugar, and we're still hungry because it's there's no sustenance to it. It increases your risk of diabetes and can lead to fatty liver disease. And all of these are in, are linked to an increase um, risk for heart attack and stroke. Okay, so there's much bill on sugar. So we looked at sugar, all of its names, why we want to avoid it. Now, next, the bad fats bad fats, just to name a few, corn oil, soy oil, margarine shortening, anything with hydrogenated fats on the label you want to avoid. So first of all, let's just talk about like why we find these types of oils in, in these foods, basically because they're cheap. They're cheap to process. They're cheap to, um, to make. So, They're cheap, so it saves the manufacturer money because they don't have to put expensive oils in it, and they have a higher um, profit margin. So, there's that. Now, why do you want to avoid these oils? Um, Well, for one, it increases LDL, which is your quote-unquote bad cholesterol. I say that very loosely. Please do not quote me on that because there are different types of LDL particles. Again, we will go through this in a future episode, but for now... We'll say the bad cholesterol because you don't want your LDL to be high. And it decreases your HDL, which is your quote-unquote good cholesterol. So by eating these fats, you increase your bad cholesterol, you decrease your good cholesterol. And these trans fats or these hydrogenated fats, this is what they do... um, when they convert some of the unsaturated fats in foods into saturated ones through a process called hydrogenation. And this rearranges the molecules in the shape um, into a what they call a trans shape. Um, so that's why they, they're called trans fats. They can create inflammation in the body and can again contribute to high blood pressure more inflammation in the body, weight gain, diabetes, fatty liver, increased risk for heart disease, heart attack, stroke. Okay. Um, so number one, we're detoxing our pantry from sugar and number two, detoxing our pantry from bad fats. Number three, now sugar, bad fats, we know all about those. You've, you've heard about that. I'm just trying to expand your knowledge. Now next, this is a hot topic, this certain ingredient here, and I've heard varying views on it, but for me personally, I think that it's worth removing this one ingredient just for a month to see how you feel, and that ingredient is gluten. Removing gluten from your diet. Why? You don't have celiac disease. If you were tested for food allergies, you probably didn't come back with an allergy to gluten. So why are you taking it out? Well, because you can still have a gluten intolerance, which means your body don't like it. It's not going to have an anaphylactic reaction when you take it in. Um, You're not going to have hives but your body responds in different ways to things things it does not like so just some symptoms GI symptoms that you can have with gluten intolerance abdominal pain and bloating are two abdominal symptoms or G- gastrointestinal symptoms that you can have but symptoms you can have outside of the GI tract that you would never Correlate with gluten intolerance would be anxiety, brain fog, just having this fog like over your in in your mind, you just can't break out. Depression, fatigue, headaches, joint pain, and skin rashes. Not hives, but a rash. They are different. So Like I said, even if you don't have celiac disease, just try to remove gluten from your diet for a month and see how you feel. See how you feel. Now, that is your homework for this episode. I want you to go home and I want you to see what all has gluten in it. What in your pantry or house has gluten in it and take it out for a month. Just do it for a month. And y'all send me a message, send me a DM at jennifer.coble.health and let me know how you feel. Let me know what it does for your energy, for your brain fog, for your anxiety, your depression, your joint pain. Let me, let me know if it improves. If it didn't like, Hey, tell me that's totally fine. But if it did, let me know. Um, you can, so so you can send me a message at a DM at jennifer.coble.health or support at jennifercoble.com. So there is your homework. Now, last thing, and this is just a good rule of thumb. I think I actually got this from Dr. Mark Hyman. If any of y'all don't know him, look him up. He's, he's great. Love him. Um, he has a podcast called Pharmacy, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. <laughs> um, play on words. Love it. But anyway, good rule of thumb. He suggests five ingredients or less. Five ingredients or less. Don't look at the nutrition facts. Don't look at the fats, the carbs, the, the sugars, whatever. Just try five ingredients or less in any packaged item that you are going to buy for your home. Um, and then, of course, fruits is one ingredient and apple is an apple. Vegetables. Cabbage is a cabbage. Chicken. Chicken breast is chicken breast. There's no, no other thing. So that's obviously already five ingredients or less. Okay, so I hope you learned something in this episode. If you choose to remove gluten from your diet for the next month, y'all send me a DM. Let me know what happens. Let me know. It's, it's an experiment. It's a big experiment. So I hope y'all are blessed today. Um, I hope y'all have a fantastic day, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye-bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review can't wait to hear from y'all